go ahead, email Steven all you want. Uh, send him anything uh, oh. that you want. He'll open it as long as you trick him with the subject line. <laughs> That's right. Free cookies. Oh, boom. Ah, <laughs> oh, dick pics everywhere. <laughs> You're listening to the Geekscape Network. Time to fire up the VCR. This one's my favorite. Welcome to Analog Jones and the Temple of Film. I'm Steve, and this is a VHS podcast that looks at the box art trailer and behind the scenes. And the boys, the boys are back again. They're always back. They're always here. They never leave, guys. Just like Backstreet. He won't let us leave. That's true. I actually lock their doors. <laughs> I have to pee. <laughs> Go in a cup, damn it. Um, yeah, Brad, it's been a while. So uh, I, I hear... That we have a, a short little um, commercial this week. Who, who's this? Yeah, we got by? a new sponsor. We got a new sponsor, gentlemen, uh, by Mattel Films Barbie. Like, you're gay now. <laughs> Only in theaters. Check your local listings. <laughs> wow, they're so aggressive with that, too. I didn't want to be gay yet. I was going to wait till I was like in my 60s and I could dress nice with button ups and gold chains. You sound like a conservative uh, talking head there, Chris. You don't want to be gay? <laughs> No, I was just, we've been watching the latest season of American Horror Story. It's there's a few like older gay gentlemen in it, dressed real snazzy. You know who wouldn't like that? Our pal Ben Shapiro, longtime <laughs> listener of the show. Yes, I fucking hope not. Yeah, you know he's he's yeah he's sitting by his phone just waiting to download this thing every Thursday or Wednesday when it comes out. I'm sure. Please no. I mean, he's mad at the Barbie films, and now we're going to... Now they're our advertisement, Mattel. I mean, this is... We, we might have lost him here. Thank God he's not on our show. That might be the most annoying voice I've ever heard come out of a person's head. Like, <laughs> well, he knows his facts, though. He knows his facts. If you get into a debate with him, you know, you better know what you're doing, because... He's made a living. It doesn't even matter if he's right. He's just better arguer than you. He's great at that, yeah. <laughs> Is that so, confidence behind those words? Yeah, Americans. I haven't watched American Horror Story since like season one. Oh, this one's really good. I've heard we it's got great. one episode left of this last season. It's great. Oh, it, it deals with like the AIDS epidemic and a serial killer at the same time. Oh, all this nostalgia stuff from like the nineties and eighties. I I love that stuff. I don't know why I haven't, mm -hmm. I haven't watch watched it. it. Do it and watch Barbie. It's really good. My wife and daughter went to that on Saturday, actually. What'd they think? They liked it. Yeah, there was a big party and everything, and they both really liked it. I don't know. I thought it was filmed great, too. I don't want to spoil anything. It's good. I was kind of expecting to get feedback like it would be like a Pee-wee's Big Adventure from the 80s, you know, where it's something like filled with little adult innuendos that kids don't get. But I guess it's not like that. Kind of is. Yeah. When we were texting back and forth, I had heard that it was an adult movie in kids' packaging. Yeah, there's a great surprise actor throughout the entire movie. Mm. Had no billing. I, I know something. Uh, it's time for Chris's <laughs> favorite segment in the show. <laughs> That's what I was trying to put off. <laughs> <laughs> what is 
this cooking term. I've the, okay. Kirking? Cooking. Kirking. Cooking. Uh, I was trying to read the notes, making sure that I get it right. Because I don't know if I'm going to pronounce this right. What is Seuss Vide? Sous vide? I don't know. <laughs> it's sous vide. It's where you uh, like vacuum seal meat and throw it in water and it keeps it at a certain temp for hours. We're in America. We call it sous vide here. Sous vide? I can't read either. I was at a restaurant one day. I was like, what's Philip Mingan? you idiot. Well, I thought it was French. So I was like, Seuss? Is that how you say that? S-O-U-S. Yes. Yep, sous vide. Yeah, there's like a sous chef. Right? How it's is like that a... V? It's V I D E. Vide. I don't. I don't know, man. I don't like this. I don't like the, only in America we pronounce it. Patrick Roy. Damn it! It's not Patrick Wah. I always remember that from the '90s, all the way back then. All right. So, Brad, Chris. No, Chris. What are we watching? Oh, we're watching Ducktales the movie. Woo. Uh, Treasures of the Lost Lamp, a much better Indiana Jones. <laughs> oh, yep, they have the, the, the one we just reviewed. Do, 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 do. Life is like a hurricane here in Duckburg. <laughs> Race cars, lasers, airplanes. It's a, it's a duck blur. There you go, no, people. I, like, I can't remember That'll be in your head forever. That's such a great song. And I really wanted that to be at the beginning of this movie, but it wasn't. And I'm like, ah, they're going to wait till the end, damn it. Because, <laughs> I mean, this is the, the first time that a uh, TV series in Disney uh, became a movie. So, you know. And maybe the last. I don't know. I, they've made a few others, but mostly I think they stood stayed out of the theater. I think okay. they just went direct to video. It's a lot cheaper. Uh, I remember the Goof Troop movie. The Goofy movie? Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. I don't know if there's any other, though. So there's a Goofy movie that came out over Christmas. All right. And my wife gives me crap for this. But so Goofy's got a kid and his kid brings home his girlfriend and she's like a dog. But she's yeah. hot. She's hot. <laughs> Wait. Not only is she an animal, but she's a teenager there, Brad. So oh, we're just going to uh, go all the way with this. here. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that's that's a Goofy movie. Oh, is that the Goofy movie? Yeah, with Polly Shore. The Meaning Tower of Chisa. Oh, I I haven't seen that in a century. And then, I, I can't remember his name, but the MC Hammer type act. Whatever, man, that's good. Shut up. I don't know. I haven't seen that, like I said, probably since the 90s. I don't know. Did you like the font, the Indiana Jones style font they had for yeah. Yeah. DuckTales? Yeah. And uh, I've got the, the VHS right here. You know, it sucks. So I told you guys in the uh, the notes on this that Drew Sturgeon, Sturgeon uh, he actually did the poster art for this. But then mm. when you see the VHS, the cover of it, that's not the poster that he drew. So why would you do that to Drew? Uh, it's, it's a good poster. It's yeah, I know good. it's an excellent one. Brad, what's the quick facts on this bad boy? Directed by Bob Hathcock, who worked on classics like Scooby-Doo, Smurfs, and DuckTales. Um, screenplay by Alan Burnett, who wrote the many of the Batman films that uh, you and Matt have reviewed, uh, like Batman, Mask of the Phantasm. It's a great one. Yeah. Based on the DuckTales series, like we mentioned earlier, um, 
first Disney movie that went from a series to a movie um, by Jim Magon, who was the head writer for many other Disney afternoon classics like Adventures of the Gummy Bears and New Adventures of Winnie the Pooh. Quite a good resume going there. Made Disney a lot of money. I think DuckTales still might be running on Disney, too. I don't know. Didn't they? Yeah, they uh, ended up like redoing it for modern day a couple years ago. Uh, I didn't watch it, though. <laughs> so, whoops. <laughs> I don't think it's targeted for 40-year-old guys. Yeah. <laughs> hey, man, I was like 38 then. Okay. We got distributed by Buena Vista, released on August 3rd, 1990. A budget of $20 million, box office of 18.1. Um, so, it didn't quite make it all back, but I'm sure you know it's done all right as Disney. I'm sure it uh, did fine once it got to home video. We owned it. Yeah. I remember this. Yeah, this was definitely one when I was looking through the Disney movies that I own. I go, holy shit, I have not seen that in a long time. And then right when we picked the theme for animation, I go, I'm, I'm picking this. I haven't nice. seen it in a really long time. So, yeah, I don't remember it. My brother might have got it, though. It would have been his kind of age group, you know, seven to eight years old at that time. So we got a 89 on the tomato meter and a 69% audience score. 69. <laughs> yeah. I feel like a lot of these audience or uh, Rotten Tomato scores or tomato meters, we've hit 69 a few times now. Yeah. It's a popular number in their algorithm. I wonder if they do it on purpose. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I can definitely see why maybe they stopped with the TV series to movies because... I mean, that's not even making your money back on it. And not to mention all that box office doesn't go straight to them. A lot of it's shared by the theater and you got marketing. If they ended up hitting video and they just made four times as much on video, they're like, fuck it. We'll just send it to video all the time. We'll just put a lot of commercials on. That's probably why we only got one other TV series that we can think about. Because I knew at one time they wanted to do a Gummy Bears movie. And I'm like, I don't know, man. That I feel like that had passed because DuckTales was at the least. Gummy bears. Hmm? I only know the Care Bears. Oh, well, they had two movies. Mm-hmm. I own both of those. And I remember one of them is really dark. Because, mm-hmm. of course, it was. It's the 80s, man. Yeah, they're like, like These kids die and got to bring them back. And... <laughs> All right. You guys ready to watch the trailer on this bad boy? Oh, yeah. The ancient pyramid of Kalibaba, where a fabulous treasure has lay hidden for centuries. A treasure sought by a ruthless sorcerer. A treasure whose incredible mysteries are about to be uncovered. Jumpstart my heart! By six daring adventurers. I finally found it! But finding the fortune is only the beginning. Of a powerful secret. Bless me, that will lead to unbelievable magic. I wish for the treasure of Kali Baba. Give it to me. That will become one unforgettable adventure. I'd sure like to know where this leads. It's your favorite DuckTales friends in their first full-length big-screen motion picture. A story filled with excitement. Danger. Surprises. Is there a doctor in the pyramid? And fun. That's easy for you to say. It's a movie so big, so special, so exciting. No TV can hold it. DuckTales the movie. 
Treasure of the Lost Lamp. I wouldn't mind doing it again now that I know you can live through it. Yeah, it's like uh, Aladdin and Indiana Jones combined. Yeah, I, I mean, the one thing I noticed was, uh, what's his name? The uh, voice actor wasn't in the trailer yet for the sorcerer. Oh, Christopher Lloyd, yeah. Um, Lloyd wasn't in it yet, so they must have churned out that trailer without his uh, voice yet. That's kind of weird. Because well, it didn't sound like him when he was yelling. No, it was definitely someone who's like, Give me the lamp. Or something. Yeah. Like. You know what else is weird? What? Is it, is it weird that none of these characters wear pants? No, they're ducks. Don't you pant shame people or non pant, not wearing pant shame? Hey, Howard the Duck doesn't wear pants. Well, I just noticed that Rip Taylor's voice was in it. Yeah, he's the genie. Mm-hmm, so I, just, I, I don't know. Christopher Lloyd. I mean, that would have been a pretty good thing to sell right there on the, uh, especially during this time period in the early 90s. Slap his name anywhere. Everyone knows it. Dude was hot at that point. Uh, yeah, so this was a uh, a fun little nostalgia run for me. Uh, but before we get into it, uh, let's talk about the trailers that were on this. Uh, I had two of them. They were quick. Uh, it was The Jungle Book. And I think this one is a big, uh, Chris is a big fan of this, Rescuers Down Under. Yeah. Yeah, you love that one. You're one of the few people I've heard that says like, oh, Rescuers Down Under is one of my favorites. Oh, I know other people, but again, this stuff is, it's dependent on what your parents bought. That too. It's like, I watched that and Great Mouse Detective a lot. And yeah, great. That was the seventies one, right? No, they did one in the nineties. Oh, they did. Mm -hmm. So there was two Great Mouse Detectives. I think pretty sure. Or I just watched the seventies cartoon. Who knows? All right, let's uh, get into this. So uh, we got Scrooge McDuck travels to the mid east, the middle east, not the mid east. Uh, the Middle East to uh, inspect the, you know, to find a treasure that I noticed he kept saying Kalibaba. And I was like, that sounds made up. Uh, but yeah, they all go there. You know, Huey, Dewey, Louie, Webby, Launchpad is there. And they, they're all looking for a map to get to a treasure because of course they are. It's Scrooge. Yeah, I was watching that and I'm thinking to myself, God, Launchpad is a reckless asshole just yeah. flying drunk around there. <laughs> I know, he wrecks the plane immediately. Yeah, and per usual, Westerners show up in the Middle East and just start wrecking and stealing everything. <laughs> another thing, another thing. So Scrooge is the guardian of these three little ducks, and, and then the other, the webby duck, the girl duck there. Mm-hmm. Because Donald like joined the Navy and just ditched him, just abandoned his children. Well, I, so I was writing the notes on this, and I noticed her name is Webby Vanderquack. And I was like, wait a minute. So... Is she, she's not the who? Where did she come from? I guess she was trafficked, and they just like they just Jesus they Christ. just it's trafficking. <laughs> well, someone didn't watch the Sound of Freedom this weekend at theaters. I can tell you that much. Well, they weren't doing, they weren't doing their thing. They weren't putting a stop to it at that time. So they probably just adopted her and like like I'll take that one. They just but, I mean, they just make up kids in these. It's like, who's Goofy Boys? I can't remember his, the boy's name. Max? Max? Yeah, I, was too, Max. I was too busy checking out his Where, girlfriend. Who's so. his mom? Moms are, all moms die in Disney films. Yeah, I mean, but that's, who, that's who was is. she? I don't know. Yeah, if you're in a Disney film and you have a child, you are going to die in the next five years. Yes, I mean, you're not going to make it long, I can tell you that much. All these children have to be, somehow have to be orphans. Just death, 
join the Navy, I guess. <laughs> something like that. I mean, he better be doing some like Top Gun Maverick level stuff, you know. <laughs> and then I, I know this has nothing to do with the film, but who was Gizmo Duck? That wasn't Donald, right? That was a different duck. Do you guys remember Gizmo Duck? The, Is like, that the one with duck? the wheel? Yeah. It, was it a launch pad? No, I don't. I don't think so. Was it? I thought it was another duck. I don't know, but it's in the the series eventually. Yeah. Anyway, does all this cool shit has nothing to do with this. Anyway, they they end up finding uh, a treasure map and then they find Kali Baba's treasure, which is a bunch of really cool treasure. But uh, I guess it wasn't. I just know that Webby somehow gets the lamp and then Scrooge is like, ah, that lamp. He's like, oh, it's just an old oil lamp. And she's like, I want it for my tea parties. Yeah. Makes sense. So he gets the lamp. I do like how they find the pyramid, though. They trip. He's like, what's this stupid rock doing here? <laughs> I don't remember how they uncover that it's. They no, dig. Okay. Oh, they just okay. dig. So there's no magic. Mm-mm. I didn't think there was. Yeah. I mean, I definitely watched this in two settings. So some some of it kind of got lost. I remember the end much better than the beginning, but uh, I, watched, I watched it three hours ago. I just know their guide was a total dick. <laughs> he's a bad guy. I know, but he's a wimpy bad guy, so he's, you can't trust him. But he did, he did look really familiar, right? That if I feel like they have used that character before in something. Yeah, in Aladdin. Is he the in Aladdin? Salesman. Oh, no way, really? Of, but he isn't. Oh, Disney also is famous for reusing like animation sequences from movie to movie. You save money and time. Yeah, I, I would do it. <laughs> you got to pump these things out. Yeah. Uh, anyway, giant scorpions end up attacking them because a sorcerer who has a magical talon that allows him to turn into any animal he wants, which is pretty damn cool. And that's voiced by um, Christopher Lloyd, uh, which does a great job. By the way, him and Rip Taylor are standouts in this just i mean it's it's tough though to beat scrooge mcduck because we all know his you know his voice and everything like that but i felt like especially rip taylor was just like way above everyone <laughs> i really like the butler uh chuck M- mccann oh yeah um, yeah he talks like this right yeah yeah, yeah. He totally mm-hmm. looks like a butler, too, if he were like, in real life. Probably because all of us kids watched it back then, and that's what we all assume butlers look like because of DuckTales. They all sound like this. Very yeah. snooty. Yeah. Oh, I'll run your bathwater for you. Very well, sir. So they end up losing the treasure. I don't quite remember how. I remember the scorpions were in there, but they escape, and uh, they end up, I guess, Scrooge goes home with his duck tail between his legs i don't know how you say that and then uh goes back to duckburg and then uh, webby's got the lamp and then that's eventually how uh, she rubs the lamp or maybe the nephews rub the lamp someone rubs the lamp to have a tea party Mm -hmm. and then we get the genie and the genie's fun as hell and you knew those kids were gonna fuck up with that genie because you gave them wishes yeah it said all masters get three wishes i was like whoa 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 yeah, because there's there's four kids. That's 12 wishes. You could do a lot with 12 wishes. And not even including Scrooge's three. That's 15. Yeah, you can yeah. do a lot. I would sit down and have a family meeting and like scout our, plot out our way to take over the world for eternity. And <laughs> that's where you go. Yeah. <laughs> if you want an elephant, don't wish for it. We can buy one eventually. Yeah. 
you're gonna if you're gonna get an elephant, get like one of the rare like extinct ones or whatever. I don't know a woolly mammoth. There you go. They could wish that elephants weren't extinct. Yeah, you could. What kind of loser would do that? Not in America, baby. I would just use my money to fund a company that could just clone an elephant or a woolly mammoth or whatever. I did think it was cool when all those toys came to life, and I'm thinking, this movie would be a lot better if these toys were like demonic toys and started just murdering everybody. Oh, like Akira? <laughs> when <laughs> yeah. the toys came alive, I thought of Akira. I, I would wish to like do something cool, like rename Twitter to X. Something cool like that. Tell me, fuck, did you get a lamp? <laughs> <laughs> It's not even Elon Musk doing it. I just fucking wished it. And I was like, oh, man, awesome. Now, every time you look up X, it's going to be Twitter and then porn sites. Yeah. <laughs> the movie X. Uh, the movie Triple X. Triple X. Yeah. I know what you mean. I just thought that was fucking hilarious. I'm going to rename it X. Like X-Men? No, there's a, mov- there's like a movie porn? called X. Yeah. It's Triple X. There's no, There's one X. Malcolm X. Malcolm X. Yeah, that's a good movie too. Everything you can find everything but the uh, the new Twitter when yeah, it changes Twitter. the name. <laughs> anyway, they end up making too many wishes, too much racket, and then of course Scrooge catches him, gets that lamp himself, and makes his own wish, which I think is just to impress people at this like rich people meeting. I don't know what this is. He said he promised he'd find it. Years ago, he's been searching for a long time, apparently. At the rich people meeting. You know, you know, you know, the investors, backers, or bragging. Brad, yeah, most Like bragging. in Futurama when the scientists get together to brag about what they did. Yeah, exactly. And then, uh, but he doesn't get to brag. I mean, that as soon as, but by the way, the sorcerer comes in as the cockroach, and I was like, so what if they step on you? Are you dead? They do step on him. Oh, they do. That's right. But he wished for immortality. He's on his head the whole time, like gets through everything. And then right when he gets in the door and he's like, oh, yeah, he gets stepped on. Yeah, you're right. He does. But I think the talent like they're the uh, that jewel actually like keeps him alive forever. Right. Or did he, he wished... wish to be immortal? Yeah. OK, the jewel goes on top and he can have infinite wishes. Mm. So my answer, my question, though, is you've wished for eternal life but what if they wish to for you to die like which wish gets precedence there it's a kid's show <laughs> it's a deep one i'm gonna assume the the later wish supersedes the early wish i think the genie's gonna make it be the one where he dies the genie yeah. just dies yeah he's like fuck that guy okay. oh you want him dead okay yeah i'm just saying what what power you would have if you had unlimited wishes because of this jewel that you can stick on the lamp. Yeah. How did you even lose the lamp? It got stolen by Alibaba, but like, but it's not Alibaba. It's Kali Baba. Kali Baba. Which by the way, why did they use the real name? I guess they had to. Oh, Kali. Is it like Kali, like a dog? Kali Baba? Maybe. Oh my God. Did they do that just to make it an animal? Or it was copyright. Yeah. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. Uh, or but why it wouldn't is they off make of it? Indiana Jones, because uh, what is it? Kali, Kali Ma has got the Kali heart. Ma. Oh, yeah, you're right. Kali Ma. Kali Ma. 
Yeah, I I heard and like I was reading some of the trivia in this that actually there is like an Indiana Jones dress character in the background at some point, but I never re uh went back and rewatched it. I think it's when he's about to like show off that he got the treasure. And I think they're in the background, but I never he, went back and confirmed it. He does say this belongs in a museum. Oh, yeah, I heard that. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that doesn't sound like you. And he was like, yeah, it'll be a great tax write off. Yep. It was really funny. I think I was watching this when Brad sent the tax of uh, Peter Griffin like smashing into the <laughs> like money trying to swim like Scrooge. I think I was watching the movie at the time. That's pretty funny. Anyway. Yeah. The, uh, the, whatever the sorcerer's name is grabs the lamp, makes some wishes, makes a really cool. He turns his entire, like, I don't know, his, uh, giant thing of money into like a huge evil, like castle in the sky. Yeah. It's floating. Yeah. He makes it like his his old fortress is what he said. <laughs> I was just like floating in there. I'm like, someone say something about this. Game. <laughs> I was going to say, I forgot Whatever, the name. Man, I'll let it out. You Nick, Fury, Nick Fury has one of those like in the Avengers, but I forgot what it's called. Uh, it crashes everywhere and blows up. It, every, it crashes every single time. <laughs> We're going to make this giant airship fucking work. I'm going to be honest. The adventures kind of seem shitty too, because everything gets exploded. Everything is it's just like we saved your lives. Everything in the background's destroyed. And I'm like, yeah, but we don't have anywhere to live. Yeah. The, the whatever accords that they did. And they're like, you fucking destroyed this entire city. <laughs> it's like Superman. Like in the Superman, whatever that was, the man of steel movie, like the city was just, decimated he's like but i saved your lives i'm like yeah but yeah, these he, aliens wouldn't be here if you weren't here we want also yeah also well, if you'd have killed the guy earlier like you were capable of that you wouldn't have near as much destruction yeah but yeah. i think that's where they got the idea for like the boys and stuff like that yeah. but i watched bullet train the other day it goes pretty normal it's on a train the train crashes at one point not really ruining anything fucking just takes out buildings for miles and i was like wow man like everybody that's died is like deserves to die now just thousands of people are dead <laughs> no, jesus so you're, you're not gonna ride on a bullet train anytime soon then oh i will is there a bullet train in the united states i no we'll never allow that no they were supposed to be building one forever man uh, I remember, yeah, there was like a rumor one time they were supposed to, the first one was supposed to be built between like Chicago and St. Louis. And, like, I thought it was Kansas City and St. it might have been. I don't know. St. Louis Chicago is always connected to it. Yeah, St. Louis yeah. is always connected to these rumors, but nothing ever happens. Yeah, it would have been so cool. If anyone's in the railroad industry and can tell us why, go ahead, write in at oh, analogjones, TOF, gmail.com. <laughs> money. They make more money not having uh, good public transportation. Probably. You can sell more hot dogs on those really slow trains. Amtrak's. That's right. You know, California's been working on one for decades now between San Francisco and L.A. and like San Diego. And it's like cost billions of dollars and they haven't done anything. But I thought California's politicians were great and everything was running and smooth. No one's leaving. Right. Oh, uh, Texas might have something leaving. to say. <laughs> it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Last time I heard, everyone was leaving California. It's so fucking expensive. <laughs> I know. What do you mean $8 for an apple? 
Sorry. Six dollars of that is tax. Yeah, a buddy of mine lived there and he moved away because he had a restaurant and they said, Okay, you can it was during COVID and they said, Hey, okay, you can have people you can have patrons, you have to build outdoor seating, you know, and a deck and all that. So we did spend a ton of money and then right before they're about to open up, they're like, Oh yeah, you can't open up now. He's like, Motherfucker, I just dropped like eighty thousand dollars on this. Sorry. Uh that sounds rough. You know, it's more rough is having to deal with a warlord sorcerer who has unlimited wishes, just like Scrooge McDuck. Oh, he fucking gets him, though. He gets he him with his cane. He just steals it. Well, I forgot to mention when they break into the um, uh, when the kids are like going back to get mm-hmm. the lamp from the. So the like the, little the, squirmy guy the sidekick, the is, genie talks him into taking it. Yeah. And he makes a wish like I want all their fortune. So Huey, Dewey, Louie and Wendy, what's her name? Webby. Webby. Uh, we- yeah, they break into the safe, the giant, you know, ducktail safe that we all know, which is pretty cool. I really liked it when they were going through the lasers and everything. I was like, this is this is a lot of fun. Getting a little creative with it. Like, you know, anytime Huey, Dewey and Louie and Webby is kind of just going through an adventure, it's kind of fun. I didn't notice that they didn't have a lot of references to their like uh what do they call it um boy scouts but they're not boy scouts they're like woodchuck scouts woodchucks yeah, they talk junior woodchucks it. yeah junior woodchucks yeah. there you go yeah it's been as you can tell it's been a really long time since i've watched the film or any ducktail show uh i played the nes game though like last year that's still a ton of fun that's amazing i've never played that one you never played that one no, I really like the Mickey and Minnie Super Nintendo side-scroller platformer one. That one's super good. I mean, they had uh, I never so played many. the DuckTale one. It's the oh. circus one is what I played. Okay. Yeah, the NES DuckTales is amazing. They also made DuckTales 2. I, I didn't play that one much, but I've heard a lot of people say it, it's as good or better than the first one because they improved on it. I'm like, I think well, Disney, it's Capcom, so. Disney Cap- made some good video games back then even if they're impossibly difficult like yep. aladdin and lion king they were still fun and good and we played them a lot oh yeah aladdin lion king was the shit during the 90s aladdin i liked cool. a lot more than lion king because lion king got really hard mm-hmm. yeah i figured out how to beat lion king by accident you gotta like get on your back and flip the scar over the ledge yeah most people don't even get past the monkeys in the trees where you gotta you gotta change their directions I just remember that game being really frustrating because that the old school games that don't have this memory like the new ones do. So if you die, you go back to the yep. beginning of the level and it's like we're like throwing shit off the walls like God damn it. Like Yeah. I know. That's are... really good, man. Yep. We got Aladdin on Sega and the Lion King on Sega. I don't know why we had Disney games. Actually, no, you know what? I think these came from my wife's sister, these two. Uh but we had a bunch of the Disney games. Uh we had a bunch of the cartoon games because I remember the uh, Looney, uh, not the Looney Tunes, but uh, the little Looney Tunes, you know, where they were kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tiny Tunes. Yeah, there we go. It. Tiny Tunes. Yeah, we had the Tiny Tunes game. I remember liking those a lot. We had two of them. Dude, all of them were good. Uh, I, I I played the Toy Story game a lot. I know it's not Disney, but it's like the same vein. They just made good games, I think. Entertaining well, I think... for kids. Didn't Disney, though, distribute pixar like the toy story i mean it's disney pixar now yeah it is now but i think At they the time i don't think they did oh okay i don't know we'd have to that's one that we go back and uh because I, I remember you know 
it just was crazy that like yeah. changed everything and the story dramatically changed in toy story yeah. it was really dark mm-hmm. and yeah. tom hanks character was a real dick woody and they're like yeah hey, maybe we shouldn't do it like this <laughs> toy story 3 is a great movie if you get a chance yeah. to yep i think they're all good um yeah this, for as bad as disney has like screwed up these last two years like they had a run of making just great choices and like their acquisitions mm-hmm. you know when they bought pixar they bought star wars for they bought star wars for four billion and they've made bank off of that. Mm-hmm. Until now. Oh, they're still <laughs> making money off of it. Uh they're and... they're about they they could sell actually Star Wars. Ooh. Yeah, I, I heard that. It's a possibility because they need to recoup. I mean, they've lost like over a billion dollars this year on their film. Yeah. On the film uh films alone. So I, I read somewhere that they were gonna possibly fire like two to three thousand people in their studios by the end of the year hopefully that doesn't happen because i was like what this the writer strike does i mean what happens because you know they're losing money every day i would hope they would i would hope they'd sell off their espn and their abc no not espn i haven't watched espn in such a long time it's been a while never it comes with the disney plus and i was like i can i get it cheaper without that yeah, I remember they're like, you can watch ESPN on your phone. And I'm like, eh, that's fine. I've got ESPN on my TV and I don't watch it. Dude, there's people at work that every break they're watching something sports related. Full volume, too. Oh, of course. Yeah, that's the one annoying thing that I'm glad I don't have to go to an office and put up with anymore. Is when people have access to like earpods of some sort and they're still just put their phone right there in the lunchroom and just blasting it away and i'm like i what the fuck are you doing i have cheap ten dollar rechargeable bluetooth headphones that sound great i mean Mm. for watching youtube and whatever i don't need something else yeah it's also when you're at the gym and some kids playing like some cringe like country music song and it's like you have access to headphones right you have like a six hundred dollar iphone right there just blaring out like Morgan Wallen or whatever, like what's that new yep. song that's like super cringe? Um, I don't even Justin what Aldean or whatever, Jason Aldean. But you guys hey, remember dude, when you phones don't try, came? You don't ever try that shit in a small town, dude. Okay? I grew up in a small town. It doesn't have traffic lights. I don't know what he's talking about. <laughs> he, I've never he, heard the song. <laughs> and he actually didn't grow up in a small town. He grew up in a town of like one hundred and seventy-five thousand people. Yeah, I don't mine's even like know uh, that was all over my 8, Facebook. Eight thousand people. Oh, I grew up in a town with 400 people. Grace, I'm in Missouri, baby. Go ahead and go visit even, it. Even smaller, I know. Oh, wow, yeah, there's terrible. benefits. I grew up in a town that's like, you know, you talk about benefits of a small town. It's like you're close-knit. You look out for each other. You know, no one falls through the cracks, all that stuff. You know, the, the drawbacks of living in a small town are like the, the petty gossip and the pettiness in general. You talk about a city, you know, the benefits of a city are the cultures and the opportunities and all that. And the drawbacks are the degeneracy and, you know, people falling through the cracks and the crime and all that. Well, the town I grew up in kind of had the worst of both. Oh, great. <laughs> it was a city that had, that didn't have the culture and the opportunities, but still had the degenerates and it was a small enough. I <laughs> still have all the petty gossip and just the pettiness without the close knitness to it. So I think that's kind of where I live now. It's, it's too big, but too small at the same time. Yeah. They have like... amenities, but you have to have a car. Like, Hmm. Yeah, you can't even you can't even ride a bike down the street because they'll try to hit you. Mm-hmm. Get on the sidewalk. There's no sidewalk. Stop pushing your values on us. <laughs> I pay taxes, you motherfucker. 
All right. Uh, well, where were we? Now that we've lost <laughs> we're all of our listeners. Way, we're way off topic on this. I'm still on the Jason Aldean thing. One, I don't even know what he looks like. And two, it was all over my Facebook feed. You should three, look up what he looks like. He's not allowed in small town. He wears eyeliner and stuff. Ooh. Try that in a small town, buddy. He can't even read books at some like uh, elementary schools because they won't allow yeah. him. He's got eyeliner. Yeah. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> I just think it's like, oh, don't worry. Everyone will forget about this in three weeks. No one gives a shit. I mean, I've heard some of the rap songs that are out or some uh, some hip hop songs that are out. And I'm just like, like, there's one called Wet Pussy. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I think we could chill on these fucking songs. People who gives a shit. Like, there's like real problems out there. And they're like, this has got some lyrics in it. I don't like. Yeah, we got oh, aliens off, apparently. Uh, end it. End it already. Just burn the song or go see the concert. I don't give a fuck. Do both. <laughs> Fucking waste of time. That's what it is. I should just block people that mention anything about it, pro or negative. I'm blocking y'all <laughs> for 30 days. A, yeah, I wish you could temporarily block people without having to manually go back in and be like, nah, you're blocked for seven days. Actually, it would be great. Can you block them for, tw- like, set a custom? I think 21 days is enough. <laughs> anyway, yeah, uh, they uh, knocked the uh, lamp out of the uh, sorcerer's <laughs> hands. And, uh, yeah, Scrooge McDuck and the boys and the girls and everyone saves the day. And then he wishes the uh, genie free, which was awesome. And now he's a real him. boy. I'm a real boy. Yeah, Rip Taylor running around like a real boy. You know, throwing confetti been... and bolos everywhere. <laughs> you know what would have been smart is if they would have like recovered that dude's body after he fell to earth and taken that that gem and then used it to control that genie. It'd be like, oh, you know how we were going to tell you you're going to go free? It's like, yeah, we changed our mind. You're going to be our like wish making slave forever. You are a fucking terrible <laughs> person, Brad. <laughs> That's actually the post credit scene. I. I... <laughs> A little dark for a Disney film, but, you know. They cut them up, grind them up, and shove them back in the lamp. <laughs> well, we got you in there now, kid. But I'm pretty sure they just killed that sorcerer, right? He's dead. No. He just fell to planet Earth. Mm, did you see a body? Did you see a smash? <laughs> We're fans of Star Wars. Did you see a body? Oh, that's right. He's fine. He just has, next time you see him, he's just got a hand on there. <laughs> oh, I just lost my hand in the fall. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we wish for immortality. Yeah, maybe it didn't end until after. You know, he's, he's got like two lives. Yeah. How many Plus one. We, how many movies have we seen where people are like live forever and get buried in a coffin somewhere and they get dug up later? Never no one's them. digging up this sorcerer. He's dead. I know. Dead. Disney's fucking dark. They kill so <laughs> many people in their movies. Bambi's mom, dead. Sorcerer, dead. Littlefoot's parents, dead. Do you remember Old Yeller? Yeah. I never really watched it, though. Dead. But dead. Dead. <laughs> All of them. Remember Mice and Men when he shoots his brother in the back of the head? Dead. Dead. Uh, welcome back to analog jones where we only talk about movies where things die dead anyway let's move on 
to uh, recommendations. Chris, do you recommend it? Yeah, it's a good one. It's a soft recommend. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you don't like kids' movies, don't watch it. Yeah, I remember liking this a lot more. Uh, so when I watched it as an adult, and I know it's not meant for adults and everything, but I just think it just felt too much like a really long episode instead of like a movie. You know what I mean? Like you could have easily chopped this up into like three different episodes, which they probably did, to be honest. And they probably just show this on TV. I might have enjoyed it a lot because I haven't seen DuckTales in forever. Okay. Know what I mean? That nostalgia come flowing back. I don't know. I just needed it. I wasn't fully this. Was, this didn't feel like a movie to me. It just felt like a really long TV show. Hmm. Didn't quite. That's fair. So it's a soft recommend for me, too. It's like not quite there, but it's fun. Rip Taylor does a great job, and so does Lloyd. But what do you think, Brad? No, I only watch Disney and Pixar movies that promote the woke agenda. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that that's only been like, what, three of them? Two? Oh, I don't know. It, in all seriousness, though. Um, I don't even I don't know either. I've, I don't even know the last Pixar. I think the last Pixar movie that I've seen was Toy Story 4. No, this I was too old when this stuff came out. When Ducktales, it's targeted for like what kids like ages six to eight, and I was too I was older than that. So I was five when this came out. You know we can't do the math. When did this come out, nineteen ninety. Ninety. Yeah. So yeah, so you were fun. born in seventy five. Got it. <laughs> Brad was having children when this movie came out. <laughs> Brad has a whole second family that we don't know about. <laughs> uh, he's actually like his entire life is like a sitcom trying to keep his one family from the old family. He just they live down the street. He doesn't age, <laughs> so every couple of years he's got to die. No, oh, start over are, somewhere else. There are like there are people I work with who are like half my age, you know, and it's like they don't know. So I was kind of young looking at the time. I mean, it's like you know when you go off to college or you get out of high school and everything, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna go meet some women. Well, guess what? Women ain't interested in a guy that looks like he's 14. A least... tall 14 year old. Just, just Brad macking on chicks. And I'm just like, have you ever seen Highlander 2? It's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Brad just uses that pickup line everywhere until it eventually works. And he's like, oh, fuck, finally. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's uh, move on to the museum. <laughs> We've gone so far off topic today. <laughs> This is the second time I've had to reclaim my property from you. That belongs in a museum. So do you. This is the part of the show where we go in the film jungle like Indy and bring something back to our animation wing of the museum. It's my movie, so I'll go first. I just really like to listen to Rip Taylor in this. He was a lot of fun. <laughs> just that little crazy little duck running around wanting to be a little kid. Loved it. He's great. Uh, yeah. Brad, what are you putting in? Good or bad? I'm going to go with the torrid love affair between Scrooge McDuck and Mrs. Beaksley. Yeah, I mean, that was probably something when he was when he was younger. Did Now, was Scrooge ever... Scrooge had to be married, right? God, he's just always Uncle Scrooge. Again, that they don't talk about other characters a lot. Yeah. Well, I'm just wondering if they had some type of love affair, and that's why he never not, never got married. Maybe. I don't know. An old Arnold situation. That's right. That's what I'm thinking. He's got an Arnold situation going there with Mrs. Beaksley. She seems like a wonderful woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, she cooks. Uh, She's got yeah. everything. She's fun. 
I'll put in the treasure of uh, Kali Baba because it belongs in a museum. That's true. I like that. Well, well played there, Chris. Yeah. Well played. And you say you're not smart. I think that's pretty. That's <laughs> deep. Not, you know, I'm not smart. I can't read. Uh, so we got a few production notes that I guess I'll mention before we uh, end it for this week. Uh, first Disney animated movie to be spun off from a television series. I mentioned that earlier. This was the first Walt Disney film released to theaters that was animated, not by the Disney featurette animation division, but by the television animation division. I thought that was pretty. And I already mentioned that Drew Struzan created the poster for this. Really disappointing that they didn't use that for the VHS cover because that poster is great. I will for the Instagram. That's right. Yeah, definitely use that. That's all we got for this animation. Uh, Yeah, we went off topic a lot. (laughs) So I hope you guys enjoy this. I hope at least one of our 17 listeners returns. The guy in Thailand. Got one dude in Thailand. Yeah, one download from Thailand. Very exciting. Nine in Sweden. Nine. Did we have nine 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 people in Sweden? Or was it 9%? 9%. 9%, yeah. We looked at we looked at the download things before this. So <laughs> well, if it's nine percent, that means it's more than nine Swedes or just one Swede who really likes to show a lot and keeps downloading <laughs> <laughs> multiple computers. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, come back next week. We've got Chris's pick, which is an early 2000s one that will be fun to talk about. And remember to be kind. And hey, rewind. rewind. Oh, wait, Chris. Tell them about our socials. Oh, yeah. We forget this every time. We need to do this earlier, probably. But we have a Facebook group. Uh, it's Analog Jones Temple of Film. And then we have an Instagram, Analog Jones TOF. We also have an email. Is it Analog Jones TOF at gmail.com? You got it. I got it. Go ahead, email Steven all you want. Uh, send him anything. Uh, that you want he'll open it as long as you trick him with the subject line (laughs) that's right free cookies oh boom (laughs) ah dick pics everywhere (laughs) all right remember to be kind and rewind. rewind